This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Kyle and I have a, a new topic to discuss with you guys, so... Let's hear it, Kyle. Well, we're going to talk about the ever-confusing um, paying more interest than what is required. Paying yourself the extra interest. Paying yourself back, being an honest banker. Uh, All that. Like it's yeah. confusing to people. I think a lot of people are intrigued by it. Yes, because it sounds... Well, and what some people have done, they've made it sound you know, way better than what it is. They make it sound like it's magic money that's just kind of falling into you i think that is the root of why people are so interested in the extra interest is because they think it does something to the policy that turbo charges it yeah like you're funding it even above what you could be funding it right and now if we actually look at exactly what is happening and just for a real simple example I'm going to talk in dollars, not percentages here, but we'll say that you had a policy loan that you had $1,000 of interest accrue on. That wasn't the loan. That was the interest that accrued on it. So then people would say, as you're paying back that loan, not only should you pay back that $1,000 of interest to the life insurance company, you should pay back another $1,000. Mm-hmm. Now, what is actually happening when you do that is you're paying more premium into the policy, which yeah. you could do without a loan outstanding to begin with. Yes, you're just fully funding the premium. Yeah. So basically what that means is that you have a policy that you are not fully funding right now. Yeah, so it might- If you have the ability to do this. So yeah, on a $100,000 policy, maybe it's set up where the base premium is somewhere around $25,000. And so maybe with base and term or whatever, you know, you have to fund $35,000 a year minimum. So you could, if you're borrowing from that policy, you know, you could fund that depending on how much you've borrowed and how much extra interest you want to pay. Yeah, you can fund it up to that $100,000 mark. It's not magic. It's just yeah, whereas maybe maybe you and your advisor talked about funding up to 70000 to mm-hmm. begin with. But then you started looking at things and, and, you know, talking about using the policy because in IBC, like, that's what we're genuinely trying to get you guys to do. You know, we aren't trying to get people to park money. We want you to use it. So oftentimes, um, people will start talking about loans and how you can use your policy and paying extra interest. Well, you have to build that room into a policy to begin with. You don't have to have a loan to be able to do that, to pay extra interest. You have to build room into the policy so it will hold that extra interest. Yeah. Which is, extra interest is more premium. Yes. And that can be a very viable strategy, though. I mean, you it gives you some room to grow into a policy because... I mean, it, it's best if you can have the minimal amount of policies and just with the largest amounts of premium possible. For sure. 
that'll give you the most efficiency. So, you know, maybe, maybe you want to start, you're comfortable doing a $20,000 policy. Well, if you expect your income to be going up later on, you know, maybe we build room into it to where you could fund 30, 40. Yeah, and you have some certainty of that. You know, in a couple of years, you know, I have this opportunity or I have something working for me already that's going to start generating income. Mm-hmm. But you're, allowing, you're at least getting started. You're getting the ball moving. We're getting over those initial costs. Absolutely. And maybe potential to backfill into a policy, things like that. But you realize that you have created extra room in this policy. It may not be working as efficiently as it could be because mm-hmm. of that. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's the other thing. If you don't fill them up every year, they're not going to be as efficient. Right. But, I mean, if we circle back to the beginning, what we, what we talked about, I think it's just the intrigue of this. And like we said, Kyle and I think it has a place, uh, not talking about extra interest, but having bigger policies than what you can fund now mm-hmm. just to be able to grow into. But the extra interest thing, you can do that if you want to or not, if the policy is big enough, but that isn't something that you need to live by. No. And get so caught up in, I mean, I think, you know, when both you and I first started learning about this and stuff, like we thought that, that oh, that extra interest, whatever, it's magic, you know, it's going directly to you. And it just, man, we just got to get these policies so we can borrow money from them and all that stuff. So, yeah. And that's, it's, it's part of the confusion, confusion. I think that some people go through some, some of our clients have not been worried about that at all. Um, but I would say, uh, at least half of the people, um, you know, they go through the equipment financing section and they're wondering what is going on here. Yeah. And in that situation, just to be clear, You know, Nelson's saying, hey, if you can borrow from a life insurance policy at 8% at that time versus a a commercial lending company for 16 or 17%, you should be willing to pay yourself 16 or 17% interest if you're willing to pay a commercial lender that much interest. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I completely agree with that Mm -hmm. because it's completely true. You should be honest with yourself. Yeah, and just think, so if you're taking that extra interest and then build just building a bigger policy, like you're just storing more capital that you can then use at a later time that's going to, and your that capital is going to be growing. I mean, it's just a win-win. Absolutely. I think what Kyle and I, well, I know what, what I'm trying to get across and what I think Kyle's trying to get across is don't let this be the hang-up and the, the thing that you're so intrigued by that makes you do this. Yeah. Because it's, it's, not, it's not something magical. The only thing it is, is is more premium going into your policy. Yes. And it's also, I mean, this is about you becoming your own banker. So you have control of the policy. If you want to pay this extra interest, go ahead and do it. If you don't, Here's a question that I would have, Kyle. Why aren't they already paying that much premium if they have the ability to pay the extra interest? True. You're Maybe be- that's because they use the IBC policy for something that is creating income. Maybe real estate. Maybe they bought some cattle. 
um, mm-hmm. or something like that. But that's something that I would would be uh, keen to ask: is what? Why aren't you already paying that premium? Why aren't we already doing that? Unless it's something that we know we're planning to grow into. Yes, and I mean it just goes back to us talking about how you can't do one size fits all. Right. I mean, you can't just speak in absolutes about anything in this world. I mean, it doesn't work. Yeah. And a good question you should ask yourself is, why do I need to have a loan outstanding to pay extra interest or more premium into my policy? Yeah. The answer is you don't. No. The goal should be to fill up that policy as much as you possibly can every year. Absolutely. You want to... And, and again, this is going to vary case to case. But if we've set up a policy to where you can fund in $50,000 a year, your goal is to fund up to $50,000 a year. Yeah. You may not hit it, but you want to. That's best case scenario for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... It shouldn't be... We're building this to hold $50,000, Kyle. But I think you should only pay $40,000 of premium, and then when you have a loan outstanding, you'll have room to pay extra interest. That shouldn't be what the conversation is, in my opinion. No, unless you really want it. If you want it set up like that, and... I I mean, that's really... I mean, we're not going to push that on anybody. But if you think that adds value to you, I mean, that's your decision. Yeah, I guess if... If you think that you need that type of discipline in your life and you need to do that, you know, that's all right. But I, I'm never going to steer the conversation in, in that direction. Sure. For someone. And but like we said, I mean, we, we, we do think it is a viable option to put room and policies to grow into if you know you're going to grow into it rather than starting, uh, starting super small. Yeah, definitely. So... That's all I got, Kyle, on this one. This is a short podcast, but something that comes up often and, you know, we haven't addressed it in a single podcast episode, so. Yeah, and uh, if you have any more questions, you know, along the lines of extra interest, because, I mean, you can go on YouTube and you can hear all sorts of wild stuff about it. So reach out to us and we'll be sure to get those answered for you. Along with any other questions that you have, we like uh, answering those over the podcast, because if you have the question, more than likely someone else does too. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.